that she wasn't that dumb, that the next time she picked up a broom, it would be when she was dressed as a witch at a Knights of Columbus costume party, that she'd made a list of all the things she wanted to do, and tops on the list was going to the Cypress Point Spa and hobnobbing with the celebrity she'd been reading about all her life. That had led to Charlie Evans, the editor at The Globe, asking her to write an article about her stay at Cypress Point and giving her a sunburst pin which contained a microphone so that she could record the people she spoke with and be able to refresh her memory when she wrote the article. The thought of her pin brought an unconscious smile to Alvira's angular face. Her thin, sharp nose was softened by its placement under lively brown eyes. Her bottom lip jutted out past her upper lip, giving her jaw an aggressive tilt. Her large, capable hands, now devoid of calluses, were beautifully manicured, complete with tips. As Willie said, she'd gotten into hot water at Cypress Point. She'd picked up on what was really going on and was nearly murdered for her trouble. But it had been so exciting, and now she was great friends with everyone at the spa and went there once a year as a guest. And thanks to her help solving the murder on the cruise last year, they had an invitation to have a free sail to Alaska any time they desired. Cape Cod had been one of the places Elvira and Willie had always wanted to visit, and here they were for two weeks. This would be an ordinary vacation and wouldn't make good copy for the globe. It was at precisely that moment that she glanced over the row of hedges on the right perimeter of the property they'd rented and observed a young woman with a somber expression standing at the railing of her porch and staring at the bay. It was the way the hands were gripping the railing. Tension, Elvira thought. She stuffed with it. It was the way the young woman turned her head, looked straight into Elvira's eyes, and then turned away again. She didn't even see me, Elvira decided. The 50 or 60-foot distance between the porches did not prevent her from realizing that waves of pain and despair were radiating from the young woman. Clearly, it was time to learn what was going on. Alvira finished the last of her beer and pushed back the bench from the picnic table. I'll just introduce myself to our neighbor. There's something up with her. Walking down the steps to the patch of lawn, she strolled over to the hedge. Hello. I saw you drive in. We're here two hours, so I guess that makes us the welcoming committee. I'm Alvira Meehan. The young woman turned to her, and Elvira felt instant compassion. She looked as though she had been ill. That ghastly pallor, the soft, unused muscles of her arms and legs. I came here to be alone, not to be neighborly, she said quietly. Excuse me, please. That probably would have been the end of it, as Elvira later observed, except that as she spun on her heel... The girl tripped over a footrest and fell heavily onto the porch. Elvira rushed to help her up, refused to allow her to go into her cottage unaided, and feeling responsible for the accident, wrapped an ice pack around the young woman's rapidly swelling wrist. By the time she satisfied herself that the wrist was only sprained and made her injured neighbor a cup of tea, Elvira had learned that her name was Cynthia Rogers and that she was a schoolteacher from Illinois. That piece of information fell like a lead balloon on Elvira's ears because as she told Willie when she returned to their place an hour later, within ten minutes she'd recognized their neighbor's true identity. She might call herself Cynthia Rogers, 
Elvira confided to Willie, but her real name is Cynthia Latham. She was found guilty of murdering her stepfather 12 years ago. He had big bucks. I remember the case like it was yesterday. You remember everything like it was yesterday. Willie commented, trying not to seem too interested. That's the truth. Anyhow, the murder happened right up here on Cape Cod. Cynthia always swore she was innocent, that there was a woman who could prove she'd been out of the house at the time of the murder, but the jury sure didn't believe her story. I wonder what she's doing back up here. I'll have to call the Globe and have Charlie Evans check and send me all the files on the case. She's probably just been released from prison. Her complexion is tattletale gray. That could mean... And now Elvira's eyes began to snap and sparkle. She may be up here looking for that missing witness to prove her story. My goodness, Willie, I...